Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Are you ready? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you because here it comes. This is my job. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Is this show getting more and more difficult for you to do? That's got to be it! Jeff Lutz. This isn't that hard. There are so many great things to do with the human mouth. Why waste it on talking? 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Welcome, everybody. It is a Thursday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. I'm Bob Lutz. Jeff Lutz, my son, is the co-host, Max Power, not related, the producer and engineer of the show. Uh, Got a nice surprise earlier this afternoon. In fact, just less than an hour ago, a Facebook friend reached out and said, congratulations, Uh, you've been selected by the podcast." as a recipient of a donation to League 42. Of course, I, didn't, I knew nothing about that. Apparently, you had reached out to Joe Posnanski. Tell us about that endeavor. I just texted the guy. Uh, I think it was you that told me that they were looking for baseball-related charities. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. I listened to the, their podcast occasionally, but I mostly just read what Joe Posnanski writes on his Substack, so I, I didn't know much about it, but I just sent Joe a text, said uh, outline League 42, what it is, what it does, sent him the link to your website, and that was it. We were chosen. Did not hear back, but uh, I guess it worked. We were one of four charities chosen by the podcast, Joe Posnanski, Michael Schur. Uh, what's Does he have a show currently on television? I don't think so. That's too bad. But he's done Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Rec and The Good Place. By the way, the death of An- Andre Brower was horrible, difficult. Uh, hit hard the other night, uh, who was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, but anyway, they do a podcast, a podcast that they call the podcast, And uh, League 42, one of the four recipients of their charitable donation. So we appreciate that. That's cool. And uh, he also asked others who listen to the podcast. I imagine he gets a decent listenership. Yeah, that's a pretty popular podcast. Uh, to, to join in. Maybe we'll get some other peripheral uh, donations. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Yeah, good job. Congratulations. Well, aren't you the one who kind of made it happen? I guess. Well, why don't you take some credit for it? 
I don't need. I mean, to take at it my behest, you texted him, and uh, turns out we uh, it got through. We got a little uh, little reward for it. Uh, all right, the show today. Mike Kennedy, the voice of the Shockers, joins us at two twenty-five, Wichita State, with a home game coming up Saturday night uh, against Southern Illinois from the old from the Valley, like old times. The Salukis visiting Coke Arena. At 2.45, Ben Hamilton, the girls' basketball coach at Mays South, will join the show. And then in hour number two, we'll make our picks. Um, and all of us coming off a rather mediocre uh, set of picks last week. Pretty pedestrian. Three of us were four and four. You were three and five. Yikes. So nobody really took a gigantic step. We start bowl games. We have nine games to pick. Why are we picking nine? I just want to. I'm giving people a chance to catch me. Somebody catch you? Yeah, I'm in first. By how many points? Oh, by, by quite a few now. Ten? That's not that many. Uh, but anyway, why not give people a chance? I'm a fair-minded individual. Okay, well, we'll pick nine then. I don't know why we're picking the... Independence Bowl. Ah, uh, because it's interesting. Is it? Yeah. Cal, Texas Tech. Yeah. That might be the least interesting game I've ever heard of. Uh, it's the Independence Bowl down in uh, Shreveport. Uh, Kansas State has a history in it. I just felt like I, uh, that's a game I wanted to pick. Well, we're picking it. And we're all very excited about it. I'd have to, you know, if we ever do a top ten again, I'd rank my Top 10 bowl experiences. I think I've had 10. Um, I've had two that I know of. Which bowl games did you? uh, Well, I went with you to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. That was, I've been there. That was when K-State played. I was there another time when Barry Sanders was wrapping up his college career. I I, uh, covered the Holiday Bowl uh, when he played in it. And I chased some quotes for K-State in the Cotton Bowl. What were you doing at the Cotton Bowl? I was chasing quotes. I went and interviewed some folks after the game. And Were you with me? I believe so, yes. Huh. Which wonder which was, Cotton Bowl that was. That was Jonathan Beasley. That was uh, covered a few Cotton Bowls. Did they play Tennessee? They did. They, play, they had a game against Tennessee. They played, I believe they played uh, Syracuse. And BYU. Syracuse, I'm not 100%. Syracuse was a Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it was. Donovan McNabb. They played BYU and Tennessee in the Cotton Bowl. And that Tennessee game, I believe, I believe I'm thinking. A long time ago. Was very cold. It was, yes. Like frigid. Like ridiculously cold. Yeah, it was very, it was was cold. I think there was a little trace of snow on the ground. Yeah, it was awful. Well, we I didn't were indoors. Have to cover the game outside, but you had to be outside to do some of the things. A little bit. So that'd be fun. I'm going to go back and look at some of the bowl games. I think the most memorable bowl game that I covered uh, was KU in the Orange Bowl. Uh, there went over Virginia Tech, and the everything everything that led up to it. It was just remarkable. But I'm sure K State would get a couple in that mix as well. Were you there when the whole L. Roberson situation? I was. That was against Ohio State. I was. That was a nightmare. Uh, all the stuff that with L. Roberson broke, 
we were playing pool in the uh, media center at the time, and uh, several of us got a little heated. Really? Yeah, it wasn't good. For it was, what? I don't know. I don't remember. Was it all? I don't remember. It wasn't pleasant. You guys got uh, upset with each other? I, that's my recollection. That doesn't make that any sense. That may have not been connected to the L. Roberson thing. Maybe it was a pool dispute. Mm, I don't remember exactly. But I know that uh, we stayed in a wonderful place for that particular bowl game in Scottsdale, Arizona. There you go. I wasn't nice there. Place. All right. Uh, Mike Kennedy's going to join us at 225. We'll talk about the Shockers. I don't know how, many, how much people are talking about the Shockers. Uh, these days coming off a couple of losses in a row uh, they do have southern illinois followed by a break for the holiday and then back-to-back games against kansas state and kansas yeah those will be uh talked about they'll be on the radar for those southern illinois i think is going to be i, I want to say tough but they got blasted by indiana state they just got well they destroyed. also blasted st louis but is St. Louis good? I don't think St. Louis is very good, but they beat them by 30. Um, I don't know what to make of Southern Illinois. They've got they, a guy who averages 20, and then he's the only double-figure scorer, but they have five other guys who average between 8 and 9.9. That's, like, weird. Well, I don't know. I don't Again, I don't know what to make of Southern Illinois. I'm not either. Coached by Brian Mullins, who's been there now a little while. Uh, former player at Southern Illinois, uh, so I don't know. I don't. I I got I nothing. I expect that game to be difficult for the Shockers, uh, because I think Southern Illinois is okay. I don't think they're world beaters, but I think they're I think they're decent. That Indiana State result kind of threw me for a, a loop. They're six and three. Uh, they did lose that game to Indiana State, which looks to be really good. Uh, they, they're coming off a, a win over Oklahoma State and a two-point loss to Austin P. Uh, they also lost to James Madison, which is a very, very good team. Wasn't uh, that game close? They lost that game by six. So they, their losses are by six, two, and 29 to Indiana State. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. It's they have, weird. They, uh, they do have those wins over Oklahoma State and St. Louis. And I expect that to be, if I was setting that line, and you know I'm good at this, eh. I was right on that Missouri-Kansas line. That one just kept going back and forth, drove me nuts. If I were setting the line for Wichita State-Southern Illinois, I'd have Wichita State as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I was going to say seven-and-a-half. I wouldn't go that high. I don't think the Shockers have earned that extra two points yet. Maybe not, but we don't. We still don't really know what to make of Southern Illinois, as you mentioned. We don't really know what to make of Wichita State at this point. Well, it's a little early to know what to make of hardly anybody. It uh, is. I will but tell you this. Who's the coach at Drake? Darren DeVries. That guy Darian is amazing. DeVries. Why is Why is he not getting huge offers? I don't know. What do you want to say about him? Well, they, Drake, I don't know if you remember when they were just horrifically yeah, bad. Yeah, you wanted them out of the league. I wanted them out of the league. I didn't care if they uh, left the country. They were so bad. And uh, for many, many years in a row, and they just kept being bad. And, and then they had that one year where they got to the 
Sweet 16 or something. You yeah. remember that year? Yeah, I do. Out, uh, an outlier Adam year. Emenecker. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. We couldn't believe it. And then the next year, they were kind of Drake again. And they stayed that way until they brought this guy in. And now they've been good for four or five years in a row. What's their record They're now? Nine and one. Well, Drake's good. They're two and on the Missouri Valley Conference, and uh, they're they're having another really good year. Who's their loss to? They've lost. Uh, they lost a game to Stephen F. Austin, believe it or not, by twenty four. That doesn't make any sense. There's always weird things that happen, especially Very early weird on. Things. They ha- they have a seventeen point win over Missouri State, a six point win over St. Louis. A 19-point win over Nevada, uh, and they have a sh- common opponent in Lipscomb. Wichita State beat Lipscomb, and so did Drake. But uh, you know, I'm looking forward. It'd be to nice the for Wichita State to scre- schedule Drake. Nah, eh, would it? Would it? Yeah. Would it move any needle at all? Do you think Southern Illinois is a game that people are lining up to see just because of? Nostalgia. Well, I don't know what Wichita State. There was a time State. when Wichita State and Southern Illinois had a heck of a rivalry. I know. It didn't last for very long. It didn't last for very long, but it was really good. In the you early remember 2000s. the Remember the Jen Sterner game? Wasn't that against Southern Illinois? I don't uh, know who that is. Where they brought in, uh, wasn't Stephen A. Smith here? And Oh, Jen Sturger? Yeah. And, the, and there, was a, there was all that hoopla. I think that was Southern Illinois. Wasn't that Northern Iowa? Yeah, it might have been. It was one of those. But it, but at one time, uh, Wichita State and Southern Illinois had a pretty good battle going on. Yeah, for a, a couple years, late 90s, early 2000s. That's about the only time they were both good. Darren Brooks. Uh, it was, bef- it was so after it, Darren Brooks. Southern Illinois had some really good teams. I know. Uh, I saw them almost knock off KU. Out in uh, California, somewhere out there, NCAA, in an NCAA tournament. tournament. Yes, and uh, I wrote a column about that game and was not very uh, complimentary of the Jayhawks. And for the only time in my career, Bill Self called me and didn't like it. Really? That what was did, very. That was weird. He called you? No, he called me. What did he say? Said he didn't like it. But what did he give me? Something? I don't remember that it, what I wrote was unfair and. Uh, stuff like we it, we left on good terms. Bill's never going to be uh, a jerk about things. He just wanted to point out that he didn't disagree with that particular call. Didn't didn't like didn't it. Didn't agree. Yeah, didn't d- agree with it. What I say? He said didn't disagree. Well, that's well, maybe you said that too. Maybe. But K State won and advanced. What year? What? Uh, who did they lose to that year? I don't know. It all runs together. No. It all runs together. I can't remember anything. I barely remember that. Yeah, I, I sort of remember it. Um, I think that was a. That, I think that happened in oof, San Jose or somewhere, Orange County, somewhere out there. Somewhere. Uh, anyway, just a trip down memory lane on college basketball. Um, there have been no games worthy of my time to watch. So we watched that movie last night uh, that the Obamas co-produced. What's the name of it? Something about uh, the end of the world, or I don't remember. It certainly held my interest. Julia Roberts is in it. She is. At 56. That just blew my mind, too. Ethan Hawke's in it. Kevin Bacon. 
Pretty good cast. All those Gen Xers. Pretty good we, cast. We can't call them uh, boomers. They're not quite old enough, but that's the uh, Gen X crew. Did your wife enjoy the movie? And what does it mean by it held your interest? Does that mean you liked it? Or, I'll, I'll get to that. Or what does that mean? Uh, our friend Shannon Great. Leave the world behind is yeah. the name of the movie. Uh and Maharshala, is that how you say his Mahershala name? Ali. Maharshala Ali was great. He's great in everything. I'm surprised I know that name. Well, I'm not surprised. I don't know many celebrities anymore. That's I, I, too bad. You don't spend much time in that realm anymore. I don't. Uh, but it was a fascinating movie. The, the ending has been panned widely, and I can understand why, and I won't give it away, but uh, the ending wasn't satisfactory it was predictable and not not rewarding well i'm sorry to hear that may should i watch it well i like movies i understand i, I don't, don't go to i don't go to nearly the movies that i used to and i'm trying to make up for that and uh i like i like sitting and watching a movie i like the making the commitment is difficult because all you think about when you're at home Oh man, that's not going to end till nine forty, and uh, exactly, you talk yourself out of it. I'm done talking myself out of it. You're going to talk yourself Tonight into it. Tonight is Barbie. Really? What are you watching that on? Let's get to our friend Max, who's holding at eight six nine twelve forty. That's the IHOP hotline. Max. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? End of the world movie on Netflix. Two thumbs down. It pissed me off. Well, you can't give it two thumbs down simply because you didn't like the ending. Um, Trash movie. It's a good movie. Two hours of my life, I'll I'll never get back, Bob. Two hours of my life, I'll never get back. It's a it's it it was a movie meant to make you think. It 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 wasn't setting out to give you a declaration or to spell it out for you. Uh, to me, what that movie did was cause me to think, and uh, I. I'd give it, out of five stars, I'd give it a solid four. Wow. Okay. I don't think it was that good, but I respect your opinion. You know you're my boy. Um, <laughs> it's just, what was the, what was the, I guess, the summary, the plot summary or the message? The message is that we're too reliant on technology as a society, and this is what happens when we can let technology I guess overtake our lives was that kind of the prevailing message there. I think, I think a lot of it is just our inability to get along, and uh, to develop bonds. And it it goes a little deeper than the technology for me, but uh, I don't know. I mean, each person's going to view a movie in their own way, right? I mean, it's gonna there's not going to be a consensus, especially when. Uh, when you have a movie as ambitious as that one was. Uh, I can understand people who say, you know what, it just didn't do it for me. Now, what was the symbolism uh, behind the deer and the animals? What what do you think that was all about? You you think? Uh, I don't want to get too much away, but... uh, Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, You got to think... Like they said in the movie, animals get it. Animals can forewarn. Animals can sense. Uh, and that's what I took out of that. I got to tell you, 
I love the actor. What's his name? Maharasha Ali, the guy from Green Mahershala Book. Ali. That guy yeah. is he, a stud. Was he two-time Academy Award winner? And then Julia Roberts still got it, in my opinion. Woo! Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a good cast. It was a good movie. I'm glad I watched it. And tonight, like I said, it's on to Barbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Thanks, Max. We appreciate it. Hey, why, I got why, it. Why do you, one more thing. Go ahead. Can you ever watch a movie with that one actor in it, uh, the guy who plays Julia Roberts' husband, without thinking of the movie Training Day? That will always be his best role. What Ethan a great Hawk. movie. Denzel Washington, one of the goats. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke's put Thank together a very nice career. Uh, yeah, I certainly think of that every time I see him. He's got a few signature roles. He's got that. He's got Reality Bites, uh, the Before Sunset movie. I think there's a few that he uh, – what was Boyhood? Wasn't he in that? Yep. Bob, I got to tell you, I had to break up End of the World movie into two different nights. I'm getting old. I can't watch a two-hour movie anymore without getting tired and wanting to go to bed. It's It's <laughs> difficult. Thanks, Max. Good to hear from you. Well, you guys have a good time. Okay. Why'd you chuckle when I said I'm watching Barbie? I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Well, Barbie's gotten. It just doesn't. It just didn't. I just didn't a expect. A lot of acclaim. Barbie. Like, that's. Uh, don't worry about it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset at you for watching the movie. It's just the declaration that's kind of funny. Oh, uh, good. Let's, uh, let's take a break, Max. When we come back, we'll talk to the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, Wichita State, off to a 7 and 3 start. They've lost a couple in a row. We'll get Mike's thoughts on Shocker basketball next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Mike Kennedy joins us. Thanks for being on with us. We're curious what your thoughts are through 10 games, Wichita State basketball. There's been some highs. I've been impressed with quite a few of the games, actually, that I've watched, uh, but not really the last two. What do you think is going on with Shocker basketball at the moment? I guess, for me, the bottom line would be that they have been farther along probably than I thought they might be by this 
point in the season, just all the newness, new staff, a lot of new players, uh, not the deepest team in the world. Um, I, I think, you know, all in all, it's positive. Certainly Saturday night was a major disappointment for everyone. Um, but I guess, you know, those are inevitable. Those may happen from time to time, especially when you're building something, you know, doing uh, the show with Coach Mills on Monday night. Um, he definitely um, was disappointed, a lot of things to correct, but um, I think felt like it may have been an important step in the players realizing some things that they've been trying to get across to them that maybe they didn't totally accept and that that, that really brought it home to them. So I think, you know, we'll see what happens this Saturday night, but I, I think that could be an important step in the development of this team. So you mentioned not the deepest team. What do you think the seven-man rotation means on a bigger picture, if anything? I know we expected maybe something from Jacob Germany. It doesn't sound like that's going to materialize. But maybe not using it as a developmental year for for the freshman, Joy Egan. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. But, you know, some of those. Does it, does it mean that he's trying to win right away and maybe not looking at, at it as a developmental year for some guys? Or am I just thinking about that too deeply? No, to some extent, I think that's been the goal is let's let's play the guys that give us the best chance to win. Let's try to win as many as possible. Uh, certainly, uh, they you know, they've been through a lot of college basketball seasons. They know that seven's a little bit of a short number. A lot of teams don't play more than four or so four, seven extensively, but usually there's an, an eighth or ninth guy that play a little more than these have. I think in, in Joy's case, uh, you know, I think he, physically he's ready to help them. It's just a matter of uh, there's been a lot to learn. His background in basketball in Africa wasn't real extensive based on the normal freshman coming into major college basketball. And so there's been a lot for him to pick up. And uh, But I, I still think uh, – no matter what happens with this current ruling by the judge about uh, the eligibility of Ronnie DeGray, for instance, that maybe the best chance to add to the, the depth eventually is for Joy to play more. Jacob Germany has just not turned out to be what you would have thought from his stats at uh, his previous school. Uh, it's not to say that he couldn't still help them some. So I, I think they really went into this looking at it is we've got seven guys we know we can count on. Let's get them in the best shape possible. Uh, they've even taken some steps. I think they feel like, uh, for instance, an Xavier Bell is athletic enough to be more aggressive on defense and, and maybe come up with some steals occasionally, and they've kind of backed him off of that because he needs to play a lot of minutes, and they don't want him getting in foul trouble. Mike Kennedy, our guest, longtime voice of Wichita State Athletics. Uh, let's talk about attendance, Mike, because it's uh, obviously attendance had fallen off the past the previous two years. COVID uh, took its toll, and we saw attendance the other night down at Interest Bank Arena that I think was a shock to the system for many because that game has always been pretty well attended. There was a time when it was a sellout. Uh, waiting to happen, 15,000 people strong. Uh, how concerned are you and how concerned do you think uh, the Shocker Athletic Department is about attendance? Well, I'm sure the, the athletic department is is concerned overall, and I know that they've been 
working really hard in the off season to keep tick, uh, season ticket sales at as high a level as possible. Um, you know, I, I figured you would ask me about this, and, and my my response is we could probably do a whole show on this and, and barely scratch the surface because there are so right. many factors involved. And you mentioned that I think the COVID thing changed everything for, for everybody. But, uh, you know, the fans here, I hate to use the term, but got a little spoiled. And uh, so I think that's been a factor. I think that you know, the age, the overall age of the Wichita State fan base has been getting older and older over time. And so I, I think that's, you know, some of those people still support it financially or, or still, you know, really care about it, but they have winter homes somewhere else, those kinds of things. They just don't get around as well anymore. So I think that plays into it. Uh, some, something that's been mentioned to me uh that's a, that's a trend that people have studied is that younger people, uh, if you will, kind of the the new wealthy or the up and coming, you know, young prominent citizens in the community are part of a generation that doesn't tend to make long term commitments to things like, say, season tickets. That they might come to every game, but they'll buy an individual ticket for that particular game. So there's a lot of stuff that plays in. The biggest thing that's a disappointment to me is this has been a fun team to watch. They play a fun style of basketball. They play together well. Uh, you know, I just I think if people would get out and give it a look instead of taking a, a deep wait and see type of approach to things, that they might enjoy what they see. This is probably strictly a, an opinion question. I don't I don't know that there's a whole lot of inside information uh, that's being put out. But do you think Bijan Cortez ever plays for Wichita State from the way, 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 way outside looking in? I, it's hard to tell if the commitment is there from both sides. It seems like, you know, the Shockers are trying to get him eligible. But who knows if he ever will be. And do you think it's possible that they just, hey, we'll, we'll, find, we'll recruit our point guard, we'll get a point guard in the, in the transfer portal and just go a different direction? Uh, I, you know, honestly, Jeff, I don't have all of the information, but it's, it's my understanding that it has to do with where he was in his progress toward graduation at Oklahoma and started making up some hours in the summer. But then, uh, OU said that those hours should have been made up there. And, and so I think that there is some kind of possibility that he could still get eligible for the second semester, but if not, he still has another, he still has a year of eligibility available. He's been practicing the entire time. I, I think they see him as a player who definitely can contribute, if not this year, then in the remaining year, and will be familiar with the system. And so, uh, my thought is if he doesn't play this year that he will next year. Now that's, you know, that's not a hundred percent sure thing, but uh, that's, that's just my feeling more than, than it's a now or never thing. Mike Kennedy, our guest voice of the shockers, uh, Southern Illinois, the next opponent, uh, you and I both had uh, many days uh, covering Wichita state uh, when they were members of the Missouri Valley conference. It's been a little while now. Uh, but for me, and I don't, I won't speak for you, but I think I probably know how you feel. Uh, those were remarkably enjoyable and fun times uh, when Wichita State was in the Valley. 
Of course, uh, we, uh, we both applauded their move to the American, and I'm not looking back on that and second-guessing it whatsoever. But it's cool to have a Valley opponent coming up, isn't it? It is for me. And, uh, you know, I don't know how to phrase it exactly. I, I agree with everything you just said, first of all. But uh, I've been, I, I guess the term would be proud or, or sort of gratified that that the Valley has kind of held its own and held its head up. And Darren DeVries has done a great job at Drake. And some of the other programs have at least for a year or two or three at a time have put some good uh, good runs together, have had some good teams. Southern Illinois is coming off a, a 23-win year last year that was the best year they'd had since their coach Brian Mullins was a sophomore point guard for them. And so uh, I'm, I'm happy to see those things, and I'm happy to see the league still doing well. And, and yeah, it is, it is fun to play those, those schools again. Uh, I'm sure you remember Mike Reese, their longtime play-by-play broadcaster, Absolutely. and he just retired last spring. And I sent him a text when the schedule came out and said, oh, yeah, now we finally play you and you're not coming. And uh, it ends up he's going to drive down here with a friend for the game, and we're going to have lunch on oh, Saturday. Wow. So. But it's it's fun to renew those uh, you know those relationships and uh, you know certainly there were some of those places you know Southern Illinois was one of those those arenas where when they weren't going well there wouldn't be very many people there but some of the good years they had that place was electric and it was a fun place to go play and the, the same could be said for some of the other arenas around the conference and so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think it's good to keep those things going. It still makes a lot of sense when you get the right one on the schedule. Uh, there hasn't been uh, a basketball relationship with Missouri State since the Shockers left the Valley. But, I mean, that's a program that's been good at times and geographically the travel and everything makes sense. So I hope some of that can continue. Now, do you have any similar feelings yet about the American? Because I have not uh, worked in the newspaper industry since Wichita State joined the American, so I haven't been to these different places. And, I, of course, uh, the American has changed uh, considerably since Wichita State joined. Do you have any similar feelings of uh, good feelings about the, the current state of things and the American? It's, it's a little bit hard to get a feel for some of that because of all the transition. Uh, you know, Houston, when we first came into the league, wasn't drawing anybody. And then they got really good a year or two later and started filling their arena. Uh, you know, SMU has not been a, a great venue. I like, I like the arena, but they don't draw especially well. Uh, and the same kind of with UCF, which is leaving the league. So, you know, I don't know how much of that has an effect. I have a feeling North Texas is going to be a, you know, a good place in the league that UAB certainly could be FAU. I'm sure is excited right now. Uh, Memphis, now that they're, they're up there at the top and a very good program. They, they put, if not a full house, a lot of people in the FedEx forum. And so uh, just from the standpoint of atmosphere and some of the places we play, uh, it's pretty good. And I, and I think that, you know, you look at the teams that have left, the schools that have left, uh, Houston right now is a top five program. So you're not going to replace that probably, but you get an FAU that was in the final four and is top 20. So that's a, 
you know, that's good. Memphis is a, a tournament-level program. Uh, some of these others have, have exhibited that they can bid. So I, I think that the top to bottom, I don't think the league has really lost anything. Cincinnati's having a good start, but they haven't been what they were when Mick Cronin was there. So I don't know that the league has lost a lot. I th- still think it's a good place for the Shockers to be. Uh, I think it can be consistently a multiple bid league. I hope more than even two. I hope it's going to be a league that at times will have three or four, you know, tournament teams, but uh, it's still, I I think overall in perception and a lot of things, it was still a a step up for Wichita state and it could move. And before we let you go, we have to ask you about Shohei uh, joining your Dodgers and the Dodgers (laughs) seemingly in on every player uh, not named Babe Ruth. Uh, How do you feel about all that? Well, it's exciting, but you know, it'd be nice if they win a playoff game sometime. I mean, that's, they, they had a had a team that had the best record in franchise history and couldn't get past the first round of the playoffs. That's that's been disappointing. So, uh, and and I like Dave Roberts, but I got to think that uh, this is really show or go for him. If you can't if you can't go a little farther with Shohei as part of an already loaded lineup, then uh, maybe it's time to look for somebody else to run the thing. All right, Mike, good catching up with you. Uh, best of luck on your call Saturday night. Uh, old times, Southern Illinois visiting Coke Arena. We appreciate your time. Hey, one quick one quick mention. Uh, if anybody's on the fence thinking about coming, Southern Illinois has a guard in Xavier Johnson, who I have watched on TV. He is the real deal. Might be one of the best guards in the country. Could be an All-American. Uh, it should be a fun game Saturday night. Yeah, he is fun to watch. Uh, Good plug. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thank you. Mike Kennedy, voice of the Shockers, as they prepare for the Salukis of Southern Illinois coming up Saturday night. Ben Hamilton joins us, the girls basketball coach at Mays South. They're off to a 3-0 start. They have Newton uh, coming up tomorrow night at, uh, at home. Right, Coach? Yeah, that is correct. On uh, Coming up tomorrow, we're excited for it. Uh, appreciate you having me. You bet. So we know Mays South has a, has a boys team that uh, has its sights set on trying to win a state championship. Uh, you, you seem to be at that level as well. Tell us a little bit about your team. Uh, we like our team a lot. You know, uh, just focusing on a day-to-day process, trying to trying to keep our, our focus one day at a time. We've we really just look to try to get a little better every single day. Um, I, I like our team a lot. This, this is a team unlike any, any group that I've coached in my seven years that I've been coaching girls. I, the depth that we have um, is, is unlike, I think, anybody, anybody in Wichita and maybe even anybody in Kansas. We have nine kids that we feel really, really comfortable playing. Uh, great senior leadership, but I like that. I've told many people we got four kids coming off our bench that would start for most, most high school teams in Kansas. Yeah, so you, you talk about a day at a time. How how tough is it when you have a team like this, if tough at all, maybe it's easy, to enjoy the journey when you know a lot of what you uh, – a lot of how your season is defined will be determined kind of in, in February and March. Is that is that tough at all? Do you have to remind yourself? You know, we do. Um, uh, something special that we – like we have, I, talking about the depth of the team, we have some at times very, very competitive practices. 
um, having those having those nine kids that are all playing a lot of varsity minutes, and we've got some up and coming JV kids as well. We feel we can put ten kids on the court to practice that can simulate maybe a state tournament game or simulate maybe a league championship game. So, so with that said, you know, uh, keeping our sights set on that and focus on just kind of baby steps every day. We want to take steps forward and avoid taking steps backwards. Ben Hamilton, our guest, the girls girls basketball coach at May South. So. Get into some of your personnel for us. Tell us, uh, you, you mentioned nine players. I don't know if you want to talk about yep. all nine of them, but who, who, are the, who are the girls on your team that have provided you with uh, the best leadership and statistical uh, fortitude so far? Uh, we've got four really, really special seniors, um, and I think it really starts with, with that group. That's, that's why we have the practices that we have, um, their leadership kind of, kind of guiding the ship every single day in practice. Uh, I'll start off with uh, returning all-conference kids. Uh, Sophie Hurley, she shot the three-pointer for us last year at 35%. Um, she is as consistent as, as anybody you'll find. Uh, she shoots the ball well. She is a ritual kid. You know, she, she gets in, she gets her shots in here and there and making sure that she's just consistently doing the little things every single day. Um, not all she can do is just is just shooting, but that's that's really what she's known for her strength. Um, Ava Howie, she's had two double doubles through three games for us. She's a big tough kid, man. She's she's a bruiser. She's we call her our blue collar toughness kid because she's the way she bangs around the basket, goes after the ball. She's kind of a junkyard dog. Um, and then we have we have the luxury we have two really good point guards. We have uh, Ashley Singate. Um, she is. She currently right now has had over five assists in all three of our games. Um, she, she's been in the 20s a couple different games scoring it. Uh, does a lot of little things for us defensively as well. And then another point guard that we have, which is a huge luxury most teams don't have, is having two point guards, uh, Bella Peters. And she's, she is one of the better leaders that I've ever coached. Um, she gets people in the right spots every day in practice and games. And When she comes in, she competes and she means business every day. Talked about Ashley Singate, a, a transfer from Eureka, and uh, going to go on and play in college. So I doubt the the step up from 3A to 5A has been, uh, you know, any nothing but smooth. But was that a point of curiosity for you, how she would do against bigger, uh, you know, probably in stature and school size, bigger opponents? Yeah, I think so. I think I think Ashley kind of came in with a little bit of a chip on her shoulder to prove herself that she could do it at a at the 5A level here in uh, in Wichita. So she's, she's been a great addition to our team. She's a, she's an incredible teammate. Um, she's, she's been uh, a great fit for us from the standpoint of just the way that she treats her teammates, the way she's respected. You watch her play on the court and you're blown away by her athleticism and some of the things that she does with the basketball. Well, see her behind the scenes, um, the way she interacts with her teammates and the way she, she treats everybody and rallies everybody together. Um, she's, she's more than just a basketball player and, I've said it before, and I truly feel her best basketball is in front of her. Um, she's only going to get better. She's a phenomenal athlete. She was a state champion, 300-hundred hurdle runner. Um, she's got a 20-inch vertical. She was a really, really standing at 5'8". You don't think 5'8", uh, made South Volleyball, you can make much of an addition. Well, she was a middle blocker at 5'8". She can, she can bounce. She can really jump. She's very athletic. Wow. Uh, ben Hamilton, our guest, May South girls coach. So you're coming off a win over your rival Tuesday night. You beat Mays by 19. You have Newton coming up. Uh, and then before the break, you uh, get a home game against Derby. And then right after the break, you get a home game against Hutchinson. 
those are going to be tests, and those are going to tell you a lot about where your team is. Yeah, they will. And, you know, we look forward to challenges like that, um, having a team like this. You know, that's what we – that's what we talk about in the off season. That's what we what we work for. Um, the past seven years that I've been here at May South, the the league titles ran through Derby, Kansas, and until they get knocked off the top, there's a chance. And we're we're looking forward to that matchup. We've been working hard for that. We know they have a a really good team. They'll be well, well prepared. Um, coach Brian Chadwick took over their program recently, and he's got some experience um, being a head coach at Wichita Northwest, and um, he's assistant coach under. Uh, Joe Hour at Heights, so he's had some really good mentors, and we know they're going to be well prepared. And it's a challenge we really look forward to. All right, we enjoyed uh, catching up with the Mays South, the Mavericks, coached by Ben Hamilton. Uh, thanks for your time. Best of luck. We'll uh, probably talk to you again soon. Hey, that sounds great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks. All right, uh, Ben Hamilton, the girls' coach at Mays South. Kind of getting through uh, all the teams that we think uh, people should maybe try to get out and see. Certainly that Derby May South game coming up on the 19th, both the boys and girls would be fun. And you know, as the crow flies, May South is the oh. closest high school to me. Are we doing this again? Well, you know, you as do understand that. Closer to the Northwest? It's at uh, 29th and, uh, Tyler. and Tyler. I'm at 21st and West. Just a, a few I think Northwest is closer. If I could fly over there, I'd get there. I think Northwest is closer. No, I think North Northwest is, is at 13th and Tyler. I think North is closer. Uh, north is maybe a little closer, but I'm talking about as the crow flies. I don't care about the crow I'm talk, flies. I'm not talking about the driving. I was thinking of that. Had had the big ditch not uh, appeared, uh, that it, it could be a very easy drive over to May South. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to check the mileage. Well, that's something we can uh, we can certainly talk about when we come back from break. It's 4.1 miles to May South. That's not very far. That's my point. I I hear you. I think North is it's probably 3.3 to Northwest and 2.3 to North. So, but as, a f but as, a as the crow flies. flies, as the penguin waddles, um, I'm close to May South. That's all I'm saying. Relatively. Yeah. By the way. Did I tell you, Heights boys, South boys? Well, the Heights boys look like they're going to just romp. Uh, I don't know when they play Capon. I'd like to know that. Capon only beat East by like six or eight. I think East is okay. From, Maybe. From my scouts out in the, out in the field. And I'll tell you this. I hate to say it because uh, the Derby girls are coached by a Chadwick. That game will not be close. May South Derby will not be close. Why do you say that? And I dare you to say that to Joanna. <laughs> I don't want to say it to Joanna. No, I'm going to have but I, I just I just got to call it like I see it. And May South is not going to be challenged by Derby. Well, I don't. Why would you say that? That's just what I believe. Well, and now I'm going to call Joanna Chadwick. I don't like having to say that. Why do you say it then? Because it's what I believe. Why, who cares what you believe? Well, we were talking about the game. Why do you think Derby's down, or do you just think May South well, is that good? I think May South is that good. Hmm. Derby's down a little because they don't have Addie, Addie Brown. Well, we'll see about that. I'm not sure I believe you. Okay. Derby's undefeated. Derby's uh, good. They're two, now they're 2-1. So stand by on that. I think May South is a state championship level. Derby team. beat Arc City by 30. 
Uh, I don't know where you're going with that. Oh, I love that green look of Derby. It's a nice look. Uh, they lost to McPherson by two. They beat Andover Central by 17. Uh, May South beat Andover Central by 18. So I don't know where you're – I'm not well, sure. We'll see. That's the common opponent they have, and they both uh, beat them by double digits. I hate that for Andover Central. Actually, May South beat them by 24. Derby beat them by 17. So similar result. Yeah, it's close. Andover Central's down a little bit this year. Yeah, I hate that. I love I love their team, their program, Stana Jefferson. Well, she'll get it figured out. Makes me upset when they're Andover's not Andover's the team. I know. Uh, you got Andover, May South. I don't think they play one another, which is too bad. Yeah, Andover also state championship level. Of course, they're ranked number one. Well, yeah, they're good. I like I, seeing Andover that good. I, obviously, I, they're good. I like yeah. seeing that. I don't care what you like seeing. I enjoy it. I when like you insult Derby. Didn't insult Derby. When you insult Derby, you've insulted me. It's telling you what I believe. Uh, Andover has beaten Andover Central by 10. So May South Derby, boy, Andover, Andover Central's had a rough go of it. Really, really impossible schedule, but yeah. Uh, Andover beat McPherson by 17. They beat Mays by 40, and they beat Campus by 59. I don't know uh, when they have a difficult game coming up. Do they play McPherson? Do they play? Well, they already played McPherson. Uh, that's right. They beat them by 17. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, I remember that. All Not right, bad. time for a break. We'll come back. Hour number two, we've got picks coming up at 325. Jason Duda will join us, as will Max to make our picks stay with us we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.